What's up, y'all? Welcome back to season motherfucking two of the lunch We talking about a whole lot of stuff this this episode here. We're gonna talk about splitting the bill, because you know that's always an issue sometimes you're going out with big groups. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're gonna talk about what men are supposed to bring to the table, because apparently there's many different things we're supposed to bring. I, I brought a duffel. You know? <laughs> we're uh, gonna put an end to the term soul ties. Um that's dead in twenty twenty one. Soul ties is dead. Soul ties is dead. <laughs> we we ranking. We just having regular, not regular sex, but we just sex on animalistic levels. <laughs> <laughs> we we ranking those albums from best to worst, and we're talking about awkward interactions with the opposite sex and much much, much more. more. Check us out later. Tune in to the episode. Beep. What, what up, up guys? guys? Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. I know I may seem bad for ya. What do you think? I'm lying when I say I wanna do bad things to ya. But don't look away when I'm talking, say, how about me and you lead us place? And let's go somewhere where we can be alone. Dance to the music all night long. I get you home, then I move that thong. Making love faces, listening to Trey song. Your favorite song, Penny Dropper. When she in a zone, you cannot stop her. Seeing her before, show stopper. Hearing her moan, it's turning me on. Making love until the sunrise. Then we at it again with some juice and gin. Look at me when I'm speaking. I know what I'm saying got you leaking. Now we can make this more than a season. We not here today for no reason. Stop all that front that teasing. Now, I know I may seem bad for ya. What do you think? I'm lying when I say I wanna do bad things to ya. But don't look away when I'm talking. Alright child, that was this week's Undiscovered Heat That is Mo Love, Bad For You I repeat, that is Mo Love That's the artist, Bad For You Definitely. Shout out Mo Love, that's my guy He went to UA, another UA artist um, Yeah, just had to slow it down Change the pace, we usually do at the um, Undiscovered Heat But, moving on from that We are back Woo! in business We are back pew, in pew, business pew, pew. If you don't know, now you know Nigga. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Um, 2021, first episode of season two. It's the Lunchroom Podcast. You know how it goes. Back in here at the same three as usual. I'm your boy Dapper Dan. Across from me is my guy Fritz. Amen. Next to my guy Fritz is my guy Ray, aka the movie guy. And still behind the cam is my guy Fredo. How you doing, Fredo? <laughs> <laughs> they get drop his shit. <laughs> nah, he did his his, his trademark now. That's it's it's putting his Chris Boss. Um but yeah, um how are you guys, man? How- Feeling this is strange, I ain't gonna lie. We I feel like I ain't been here in mad long, even though it's probably you three know, weeks. Yeah, it's only I feel been, like been like it's three weeks. It's just it's felt like at least six, nigga. But, it's a calm break though for yeah, me. No, yeah, yeah, definitely necessary. Refreshing. You had a line the chakras. Yeah, yeah. line the chakras again <laughs> for me. I definitely meditate. I stretched. Yeah, yo, yo, we got some stuff together. We I got a lot of any. things lined up. Yeah, yeah, this, this is gonna be a season of you know change, a season mm-hmm. of growth. Uh, shout out to everybody that's rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? We've had steady growth. You know what I'm saying? 
it's I appreciate it. Everything's appreciated, bro. All the little things. Um, we're gonna look to be more interactive this this season coming around, more engaging. So just look out for that. You know, giveaways, prizes, events. Hopefully, new locations. You know, t shirt contests, great guests. What? what? Wait, what? yeah, for me that part. What about me? Yeah, that part. Freaky Fredo. <laughs> that shit would go up. It would, but mushroom I'll... wet t-shirt contest. Hey, yeah, I'm not hosting that thing. Y'all could be. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna. I might be with Fredo on Y'all the talent. Y'all can go ahead. I'm like I said, I support it. I would talent be in, scout. I'll be in the back though. You talent scout facts. <laughs> you gonna look for the girls with the big areolas? You know. Yeah, you that's know, a how, fact you know though. I need the Havana gingers of the world. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Nah, big facts. But um, shoot. We don't have any real lunch line chatter for today, just to get into the episode. But we do it is worth mentioning, obviously. Uh today, President Joseph R. Biden Jr. was, you know, inaugurated I as president. His name. Like his, I oh, no, nah, I read junior. it on the bottom. I didn't I, know he was a junior. I didn't know he was a junior either. I'm not going <laughs> front. He had a and, name. and Kamala Harris is a Kamala? Is it Kamala or Kamala? I think it's Kamala. All right, whatever it is. Um respect to her, she's the first uh, African American, African American, and woman, woman vice president. Vice president. So that's a great, great. You know, what I'm saying the Howard alums are going nuts. Od AKA crazy, is going crazy, super crazy. Mad ski weed, mad ski weed, mad, <laughs> <laughs> mad pinkies in the air, <laughs> like they fancy. Shout out to AKs. Though. Facts, don't line us. It's all love. Nah, nah, nah. I fuck with that. <laughs> got a lot of friends that's AKs. But um, to get even deeper, we're going to go past that because, you know, we ain't the political podcast. We ain't about to dive into his policies. The only thing I care about is... The STEMI. Give me that, fo- that, that Can I get an amen on the STEMI? Can I get an amen on the STEMI? I'm talking about that student debt. You got to get rid of it. Amen as well. Amen, amen to both. Amen to both. What you going to say? Nah. He's the STEMI and the STEMI. STEMI and student debt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you asked something else. No, 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 no. But, um, yeah, moving on from that, we're going to hop into... Uh, Microphone check and I found a drop. Well, the drop I was supposed to have from before. And that's our microphone check. Hey, smooth. Found, found that. Something real quick. I was thinking of making it something funny, like um, YFN Lucci's um, ad lib. Uh, I don't know. Listen you ever, to him. You ever heard um, Key to the Streets? Uh huh. You ever heard that? I don't know. I gotta play that for y'all, bro. That shit is the funniest ad lib I've ever that, heard. In I've life. never yeah, heard that. Ever. I don't bump him, so. Nah, so, you've, heard, you've heard Key to the Streets. But so, um, go in ahead. regards to our topic for microphone check, are we doing the entire discography? Or we I was like gonna say we can ex- album, we, we like, can exclude um the, the collabs. The, yeah, the no, collab. yeah, but I'm saying so all the single albums. Yeah, all yeah. thirteen. Is it thirteen? It's 13. Yeah, it's thirteen. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Damn, exactly. I mean, we can do a ten out of thirteen if you want to do a ten out. of 13. I didn't know it was that much. Seven. It, I mean, it's still easy for me, but we could. It's up to y'all. Can we do seven. All right, we can do that if that no. makes it easy. Wait, well, yeah, let's do seven. Because like I said, I'm cool on the order. Like I'm good. Like I just gotta pull up. Yeah, that's a lot of albums. You know what I'm saying? No, it is. I mean, like I said, that's I told y'all. Day before, <laughs> like I'm leaving out on um, watching. Technically, it's 14, unless the Dynasty is a collab, right? Dynasty yeah. is a collab. Oh, so it is 13. Sheesh. Well, man, I know about my Jay Z. Fuck is he talking about? What's it called? Are we including Watch it's, the Throne in this, or are we leaving? Nah, that's a collab. Oh, cool. 2.0 is considered. Nah. I'm talking about Blueprint 2.0. That's a solo, isn't it? It is, but like, I don't know. Like, feel free to leave it out. But like I said, we're talking about the gift and the curse. No, no, that's that's regular. I'm talking about 2.0. Talking about 2.1? Yeah, 2.1, my fault. <laughs> you said 2.0. I agree, too. That's my fault. <laughs> um, 
Shit, I wasn't gonna count that. That's what I'm saying. That's twelve. I feel like that's a... what y'all wanna say. <laughs> yeah, so right that's now we're we gonna be ranking for microphone check, I asked him to since Hove is generally in this room, I think everybody's top tier rapper. You know what I'm saying? I just wanna know. Let's rank every rank our Hove albums basically. You said from best to worst? Best to worst. Or if you wanna go worst to best, just make it known. Well, number one for me is definitely Reasonable Doubt. Number one for you is Reasonable Doubt? Yeah. Number one for me is the Black Album. Number one for me is also the Black Album. I guess I... There's number two for me is Reasonable Doubt. I have Reasonable Doubt at... Black Album is number three for me. Number two is um, Blueprint. Okay. For me, I got number two. It's between... I was a toss-up between Reasonable Doubt for me. This is for me, for me, for me, for me. For Mm -hmm. me. So... For number two, I had, um, I don't know why, but I love volume two. Okay. Volume two. So it's between. Explain yourself. So, yeah, between. So it's Black Album, Reasonable Doubt, uh, volume two. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's his best selling album. Vol- on volume two? Mm-hmm. Or his commercial, most might, commercial success. I think his most besides, commercial success might be it wasn't the Black Blueprint album? 3. I was just about to say or Black bes- before Blueprint Black 3. Now, I don't. I think. Um, volume two went more numbers than uh, Black Album. I, I've never checked Hope's. I just know it'd be selling. I never, yeah, never really like be checking Hope numbers but, like but, that. But top seven, but, top seven. Um, where we at? Um, so I'm at four basically. Yeah. Um, four. I gotta go at four forty four. Okay. Oh, I lied. I lied. I lied. I can't. I gotta go Blueprint then four forty four. So that's I'm at five. So now that's five. So I'm at six. Six. I gotta go American Gangster. Okay. Oh wait, damn. Well, he's already... Nah, 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 yeah, I'm fucking up. I got to go In My Lifetime, and then I got to go American Gangster, and that rounds out my seven, I think. In My Lifetime, uh, that's volume one, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I guess for me, like I said, Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, Black Album, Volume 2, 444, American Gangster, Volume 1. Facts. That's seven, right? Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, Black Album, Volume 2, 444, American Gangster, Volume 1. Yeah, 7. Alright, so Black Album, Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, um, Blueprint Volume 2, Blueprint, 444, In My Lifetime, In My Lifetime, Volume 2. Solid, solid. So what makes Reasonable Doubt your number one? Because, I mean, I could see why it would be, but what's your reasoning? I mean, my reason is because... Honestly, like he says himself, that was his first album. It took him, when did he drop it? When he was 28? Yeah. 26. So he was 20. It took 26 years for him to make that, feel me? The bars, still to this day, I still catch bars. I probably went over my head. Like, feel me? You know, Hove has that knack where you probably catch bars as as it ages. So Mm -hmm. still to this day, I bump songs that still be catching bars. Feel me? He talks the, the range. Like it feel like the foundation of what Ho stands for now came from Reasonable Doubt because the range of them songs from when he talks about the streets, talks even his business mentality, forward thinking and shit like that. He even has songs with the girl for the girls for me, mm-hmm. the deep cuts, all that. Like it's really a classic album to me. Like I, I will no never doubt ever, about that. I will never ever get tired of that album. Like I really really love that no, album. No doubt about that. For me, I went with Black Album over that only because for me, like that's like. What I would like to call like a complete 
album like mm-hmm. from the singles to the work to the lyrics you know what i'm saying the producing like everything about that album the numbers if you want to count numbers for your albums like you know what i'm saying that is like a complete album like i judge other albums like rapper albums mm-hmm. off of that mm-hmm. not so much today because obviously rap is a little a lot different but like a couple the, years back it was great like yeah when you compare yeah, great, movie great too. exactly that too so it was like i had his time with that one Exactly, well, like it just represented a, like a time, and I feel like because Black Album dropped what oh, 2004, wait, 2003, three, yeah, November, like 14th. that was competing with you know, what I'm saying, get rich or die trying yeah. type, shit. like you know, what I'm saying that's a crazy album to compete with, and like look at what it did still, nice. you know, what I'm saying, so that's just my thing with Hope, like it just it just was so cemented to that moment, that year for him, yeah, bro. That- the Black Album was allegedly was supposed to be his final album, but the way he Imagine. put his foot. On that album, if it was a curtain call, it would have been perfect. That's probably the like, best way you could ever leave. Encore is one of the greatest songs like ever made. It's not even at the end of his album. Grand bro. opening, grand closing. Moment of clarity, ninety nine problems. Justify my thug, Lucifer, Lord, change clothes. What more can I say? Like December fourth, like this whole shit is crazy, bro. Like this, this is a perfect album. You this you hit everything on the head. December fourth is a, like, one of my faves. Of I never really liked Justify My Thug. That's probably the weakest song on that album. It's a good song. Debatable. Debatable. Shit, I love I like the song. I don't I but Justify My Thug is like, yeah. I, I see why you I kinda probably skipped it on a regular basis. That's the, probably the only you. skip on that album for me. I feel you. But before we move on, um, what is what do y'all think is Hov's sleeper album? Sleeper? I think um let me pull this back for, up. For, for me, because I'll go first. For me, I feel like his most slept-on album, because I, I hear a lot of people hate it, but if you go back and revisit it, got a lot of gems on that shit. Um, Kingdom Come. I knew he was going to say I'm that. not going to lie. Most people yeah. hate it, I'm, but if you go back, that shit is really, really good. I wouldn't say I hated it, but I, def- I definitely used to put it in like the bottom tier of whole albums. When's the last time you bumped it? Um, I would say like uh, two years ago, and I fucked with it like when I listened to it again for sure, way more than I did when I was a teenage, like a teenager yeah. or whatever. But you should bump it again. Yeah, I was gonna say I should, definitely should. Um, I feel like uh, the Blueprint Three is underrated. You think it's like, underrated? Even though it was very commercial, I, I think it was rated. Uh, like it was, I think it's actually overrated. <laughs> I think it was as I think it was got the uh, acclaim it should have gotten. Yeah, but like opinion. at the time, but niggas don't really talk about it now. Like niggas don't. Because no it was shit. commercial. Like, this is probably one of whole probably most commercial, commercial album. album. Yeah. Like, you got something like Empire State of Mind, Run This Town, DOA is on yeah. there. Off like, that. I, I guess it was that, that was just a nostalgic album for me, too, mm-hmm. as well. Just the time. I feel you. Um, for me, I think it's American Gangster. Mm-hmm. I think American Gangster doesn't get the love it deserves in Hov's catalog. Like anytime I ever hear people talk about Hov's catalog, like American Gangster kind of be getting lost in the source. Kind of like it's like a Kingdom Come almost. And yeah. I feel like American Gangster got some of my favorite joints. Like Nas, I growing up, I was actually more of a Nas fan than I was Jay Z fan. Losing when, me. Going yeah. going into um like I want to say like ninth tenth grade, I was still rocking Nas over Jay Z. Um, but. When they got together on success, my nigga, I was like, oh my God, this is, <laughs> this is murder. But it was one of my you know, favorite tracks. wasn't going to let Nas get the best of him nah, on his old album. Facts, but though. it was still a great song in general for me. And then like I got what, Hello Brooklyn's on there, Ignorant Shit. Yeah, Ignorant I know, Shit is that song. I know it's one of my favorite songs because for all one of my favorite people, I think he produced I Know Beat. Like That shit is fire. So like I just think it should definitely get more acclaim and, 
and love than it did. But this is Hove. Like everything he put out is it's nothing good. you can say is bad. Like, right. Everything he's we're talking about is good music. Of it's course. just a matter of wait. There was one album that I definitely had a lot of negativity for was Magna Carta. What do you, how y'all feel about Magna? Carta? I gotta dirt. bring my brother that's back his worst there. Album. My yeah. brother loves Magna Carta. Like that's, that's his worst album. He thinks my brother still likes this. I don't. I don't hate it. But I don't love it. Anymore. I, I like, couldn't do without it. I don't it. run no Magna Carta back these days. I really tried to re-listen to it earlier last like no, a couple months ago, and yeah, I was like, nah, this shit really not it. I don't know what <laughs> we was thinking in that moment. Like, it's because he did the deal with Samsung. Um, Samsung yeah. song and like I got. I feel like this was rushed. I feel like this was probably a rush. Magna Carta. Yeah, because uh, it's a lot of like beats and just whole. You know what I'm saying? It has no like, mesh. Like yeah, it's, it's it's just a lot of like yeah. sound. It's a lot of sound. Just. I'm telling you, that was Hov trying to get him in his Connie art bag. For me, yeah, I think that so. was his little, little uh, uh, my twisted fantasy esque. That's yeah, what I think. He, he was missed. like, "Oh, I'm buying art." Because what year that came out? 2013. What year came out? Um, my Rich twisted fantasy, like yeah. 2010. Yeah. I can see him biting into that. Yeah, for me, into that Kanye bag for sure. Nigga wasn't talking about no Basquiat before before the album. My good <laughs> friend, you can look it up. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't heard nobody mention. I ain't hear Hov mention Basquiat until that album. Facts. Huh. But shout out Storyboard P, he was in that video. With, but other than that, I got a Picasso in my casa. My castle. I'm an asshole. Like, I still even know That's the words. To that. yeah, I don't know why I didn't know the words to that shit. But, but um, regardless, like I said, my brother got to come in here and defend that album. I don't know why he loves it so much, but he do. But regardless, he said we was going to go um, into Free Free next, right? Yes, sir. All right, cool. I still got to find a free free um drop. I know I came in season two, two no drop for free free. I'm sorry, guys. So I, let's let's start with the movie shit. Mm-hmm. Let's go right. there. Let's go. So I've seen a lot of stuff like on Instagram. Oh, there was one post in particular. It was like, oh, um, name a black trauma movie that you watch that you'll never watch again. So I wanted to broaden that and just mm-hmm. name a movie in general that when y'all wa- or show that when y'all watched it, I was like, nah, this. Not not because it was bad, because it traumatized you. Oh, I got a show. Um, a show that honestly, my pops told me I couldn't watch it no more anyway. So I was type type <laughs> happy, but because I was think was forcing myself to watch it because like everybody else at school was watching it. But Courage the Cowardly Dog was, <laughs> was a very very weird show to take in at like eight years old, bro. Like I, it was very weird to you, me, bro. So you don't watch it now? Even? No, <laughs> really, it's really strange, bro. Nah. <laughs> that show is really strange, bro. Like think about that shit as a no. nah, and definitely some, some scary shit for like a that shit kid was to not watch. supposed to be on t- like Cartoon Network, Courage bro. My shit, I go it was a good show. Like thinking back to it, but like it's just too, too much for me. Like I was like, nah, I hear you. Like there was an episode, like there was like a like I'm like nah. There was like one episode where like this guy trying to give Courage a haircut. Like I was like nah, this shit is nuts. bro. I'm like, this is nuts. And the only thing I saved it was that Eustace was dumb funny. Facts. <laughs> he used to be like, Stupid dog. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> like, that nigga was funny. But other than that, I was scared. Shit, for me, it was the first It, bro. The mm. first It. Like the, the original? Movie, the original mm. movie. Okay. Like 19... You scared of clown? I'm not. But when I watched that movie, I think the first time I watched it, I was like three. Okay. Like, and it was like a family thing where all the kids um, in the crib that we were living in at the time were watching it. I vividly remember having a night terror of that movie as if I was in like the movie itself and it was a recurring dream for like mm. two or three years bro like that's how really that's, that's how true that's it was. bad yeah. like a recurring yeah, yeah. yeah. that's bro. OD that's OD bro like annual okay. <laughs> <laughs> they said, they said 
That shit Message. fucked me up. Real shit, bro. Like, that shit fucked me up. Like, I, I couldn't really watch scary movies at all for a time because of that. But now it's, it ain't nothing. Nah, for, for me too, it was a scary movie. It was definitely the original Pet Cemetery. Mm. For me, you could ask my pops to this day. I haven't watched it. Haven't attempted to watch it because I don't do the scary anyway. There's a certain scene in there where I think it's like the sister or the mother where she's like, like something is wrong with her. She has a condition where like her back is fucked up or something. I don't know. And her, her, her spinal. Yeah, like all I know is yo that that <laughs> I scene. I broke my back. <laughs> that scene was mad traumatic for me, yo. I vividly remember that scene, and I'm just like, give it. Just thinking about that shit is creeping me out right now. Like, for yeah, me, that shit, that goosebumps. shit really like. I don't know what it is about like realistic shit that makes it even scarier for me for me mm-hmm. but like when i see realistic shit in a in a in any movie that, yeah for me it just you like your ignorance you like your ignorance is i mean i've dwell in the ignorance but when <laughs> it comes realistic i'm just like nah that's too much for me son like it's probably somebody with this condition in somebody's crib right now like ah mm-hmm. oh, i can't do it i can't do it <laughs> I'm not gonna. I went and the giraffe was very invasive. Yeah, wow, that <laughs> shit was bad for <laughs> I, I liked it. Yo, the emus and the ostriches got a little bit <laughs> <laughs> The ostriches are mad aggressive, bro. <laughs> when I was in the back seat, that shit was just mad cold. Yeah. I would never, I would never go through it. You ever see that video? Um, it was a video online. I don't even know if it was at Six Flags Wild Safari, but basically, like, there's like, like, basically, like, he's like, yo, I told you lock your doors. And he's like, no, nah, I don't lock your doors. And the, like, the lion physically opens the oh, door. No, that that shit had me weak. Oh, no. I don't know what I would do if a lion just opened the door on me. You got to just drop off. <laughs> no, that's impossible. With the door open. That's a joke, bro. You, you was a little kid? I was like 11. Oh, no. Yeah. I was, I was mad excited. Nah, it was cool, but like I was just like, all right, like, it's, like leave. Like, why your head still coming <laughs> oh, through? Oh, <laughs> coming, yeah. coming through? Yeah. They be hungry, bro. And a giraffe head is mad large. Like, yeah. it's mad, mad long to come out. If anything, I'm tra- traumatized from the first time I went there because my pops and I ain't have no AC, and it was like July. <laughs> so imagine going through the safari, no AC. Nigga, we had we we probably, I could find a picture. We had our shirts all sweating, everything, bro. Mad giraffe, giraffes and all this shit around us. Feel me? That was the worst. That was the only bad thing. I love the safari. I'm not gonna front. Nah, I do it again. Shout I definitely do it again. Animals. Um, but let's move forward. Um, what is something that you learned from your parents that you aren't going to teach your kids, and vice versa? Um, well, so this is my topic, and the reason why I came up with this was because I was just. I was just thinking, like, for me, I don't know what I was watching. I probably was watching a movie or some shit. I think it was the, I got into the Cobra Kai shit. Mm-hmm. For me, I was I was watching that whole thing, which is, it's actually not that bad. It's probably the corniest, funniest I show. still haven't checked it out yet. Yeah. I heard it's cool. It, it's cool. It's corny cool. But either way, um, just, like, watching that made me start thinking about, like, you know, we're getting to that age, you know, some of us, we know people that just had kids. Mm-hmm. We're eventually going to become parents and shit like that. So I think about it like this, like, you know, the point of parents is you're supposed to get better. Like, for me, as a parent, you're supposed to have your son be better than you. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's how I think you should raise your kids and how it should go generation by generation. So it just made me think it's like, because I'm starting to start, starting to like have the bigger picture of like, okay, I was raised this way. And like, it could have been detrimental to me now and in hindsight, or it could have helped me. So like, I started looking at the negative things, the traits that I probably <coughs> have that my parents passed down to me. Mm-hmm. So, Obviously, I don't want that for my kid. So one of them things I'd say for myself would be probably my um aggression. Like, mm-hmm. feel me? I feel like I'm probably aggressive in the way I talk, you know, my you tone. Like, you feel like you were taught that, though? I feel like, 
you know, it, it's one of those things where it's, it might not be taught directly. It might have been indirect because I'm with my father all the time. We're so close. So I've heard my aunts and everybody say it too, like, just the way we talk, you know, the tone. Like, y'all used to it. Uh, people that don't know, maybe they eventually they'll realize, like, this is literally the way I talk. I've worked on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's improved, but, like, sometimes I come off, like, my tone might come off. Some people say it's disrespectful, maybe too aggressive, things of that nature. So, like, I really want to teach my son to, like, you know, have mild mild mannered tone if that makes any sense like mm-hmm. like i have manners but like again my tone and and nah, the tone way, is definitely yeah. very important how you say things definitely matters mm-hmm. I, I honestly read that um thing wrong so i'm trying to think of my answer okay. like mm-hmm. what i thought was less than that we were taught type shit oh yeah. that you were taught yeah it could have been like character traits you know inadvertently it could have been like something you were taught like a lesson it could have been anything. Like, something that you just don't want your kid to, like, that you have now that you learn from your parents that you don't want your kid to, like, have. Mm. Get back to me. Get back to me. Uh, you got For me, it's tough to think of something off the, off topic. When you first said it, I was thinking it's kind of tough. Not to say my parents are perfect in any way, shape, or form, but, I mean, I guess, if anything, I would say definitely uh, in the beginning years of my life, not to give too much yet, uh, information out, but basically, like, it wasn't all sweet between my parents and stuff, and like I could tell, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. So, if anything, I would take from that is just to like make sure. I mean, I feel like they did their best to try and you know conceal it, but maybe I was just that curious or that smart at the kid, but whatever. Just if there is ongoing, you know, internal issues, so definitely, you know, just make sure that it's not evident. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm that, saying? That's a really good I sh- I yeah. shouldn't, you know, just the way you guys interact shouldn't, you know, be obvious to me that you guys are having an issue. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I mean, obviously we're human beings, even if we're good, like sometimes we're going to have issues. But you know what I'm saying? Just as a youngin, I think it just, it had an effect on me in a certain way that I, you know, I would see them, you know, having disputes and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So I, I, I would say I can definitely concur because growing up, my mom and my dad used to go at it, bro. Like at it. And from talking about for hours, mm-hmm. top of their mm-hmm. lungs, nigga, three, four times mm-hmm. a week. So that's definitely, and I've had those situations, but I have those arguments too. And those are things I was trying to avoid, but then, it, you know, the shit ended up happening anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's that, and also, um, like, with my pops, he used substances to, well, alcohol, to um, cope with whatever problems that he had. Mm-hmm. And I guess I use weed mm-hmm. in the same way. Probably not in the same manner, because it's not fucking my life up and stuff like that. But I definitely smoke more than I probably should, mm-hmm. um, especially if I'm going through something. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. Um, That's just, a good one. Yeah, just like teaching them how to That's cope with stuff in a more healthy manner, I guess. I actually might use that one too. Facts. That's definitely one That's for me too. That's a good one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Fredo? I would say with, with uh, Mo and you, I said, like, if you got a problem going on, you know, it shouldn't be evident throughout the house that energy level go. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, try to, try to keep myself composed. Okay. Yeah, I, I fuck with it. That was some good ass answers. Thanks. Um, next topic we had in the uh, free free was splitting the bill. Now this came up a while ago, and I've been put this in my notes a minute back. I can't remember what triggered this, but <laughs> I think somebody had posted it as like a a question on a yeah, story. No, I, I recall exactly who, who it was, but Michael say names. All right, cool. But either way, I was like, hmm, it's a good topic because like I'm I'm talking more so splitting the bill with people you're not nec- you don't necessarily cool, know, like, group. like you know, like I'm I'm king of like going out and like. I only know the one friend whose birthday right. it is, and I don't know anybody else. Now, me personally, when it comes to this, 
I go whatever the table suggest, suggests. I'm just that kind of guy. Nigga, <laughs> you're not you're not. I'm gonna not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, like stir the tea or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. So you don't want to be that one. Yeah, I don't want to be the guy that's like pulling out the calculator. One, I'm not good at math. So second, <laughs> like I can't be out here pulling out the calculator. I'm like, no, nah, wait, no, no. You're like I, up the I ain't carried a one on that one. Relax, hold up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The next be adding a tip. Like it's od. Oh man. So like my thing is, I just want to know how y'all view it. Like if y'all are out with somebody, even if you are with people that you are, you know, cool with, how y'all view splitting the bill or not splitting the bill? Maybe. Um, the last time I went out with a group and I didn't know everybody in it. Was for uh, one of my friends. I ain't gonna say names, but one of my friends' birthdays. Um, his family, when the bill came, were wowing like <laughs> they were because they were ordering up like some next shit and stuff. You know, me, I had my my forty dollar plate. It was an expensive restaurant, by the way. They have chicken and fries. The forty dollar plate was the, they was have, the cheap. Did, did you know it was expensive? No. We, see, I hate what that no. happens. Yeah. They have chicken and fries. It was. I forgot. I forgot what it was. I think it was pasta, or some shit. And like, I don't know what it was. But it was. It was the cheap, bro. It was the cheap option, bro. I hate when that happens, bro. So and the shit was OD. So it was just a whole lot going on. Me personally, I don't. Y'all my friends. So if I'm going out with a group, we all know each other. Mm-hmm. So it's never going to be on some shit with, nah, nah, I got this, but I got that. Because usually when niggas go out, we split the bill. Like, off rip. How do y'all want it? Oh, we going to split the bill. If possible, but, yeah. But if it's not, it's really no biggie. Niggas is yeah. just going to send each other the breach. Like, it's never no issue. Yeah. I don't, I, you talking about you the king of that? I am the king of avoiding going <laughs> out with people that I only know the one person and I don't know everybody else. Yeah, like, yeah. I avoid that shit completely because I'm going to be that nigga. Like, no, I'm not spending a hundred <laughs> if my food was only 30 plus the tip. I'm going to give you 40, 45. I'm like, not giving you no hundred dollars. Yeah. Right, I, feel it's over I feel you on that. That's, that's, where, that's where the debate really was coming that's in. Over for Especially that, he don't drink. And then yeah, exactly. Yeah. And shit like that that's too. OD. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah. That's what the debate really was, was if somebody else is running the tab up you know what I'm saying, but I, I was gonna say like I seen somebody post this, and I I might agree at this point. For me, I might shake the table, but if we going out, whether it's with people I know or don't know, like it could be my close friends or nobody I know. If it's a birthday dinner, I feel like as a birthday person, everyone at that table should be taken care of. You're paying the bill for everybody because it's the your birthday. birthday person yes. should pay. Yes. What? I've heard this take before. Not I, gonna I lie. feel like I brought this up. I at feel some like point it's we're somewhere. grown now. I saw that. We're the grown now. Birthday. We are grown now. We are grown now. Yo, We're 25 anything, plus. I feel like the birthday person should get their food paid for. No. No. Wow. Because we are taking our time to come and spend time with you. The wow. least you can do is spend. So niggas is basically, I'm paying, I'm not I'm saying, paying you for my time, bro. Bro, it's your it's birthday. It's my birthday and I'm paying I you. Could, I, I could I could have got you a gift. Like, feel me? I'm not going for it now at 25. Like, if I go, depending on the occasion, I might come with a bottle, feel me? Just to be etiquette and shit like that, feel mm-hmm. me? I'm not going to show up empty-handed. For the, At least I try my best not to show up empty-handed to certain events now, feel mm-hmm. me? Because, again, we're we're older. Right. Feel me? It's, it's, different, yeah. it's different ways... You, that things are done now. Mm-hmm. So again, the birthday dinner in general is kind of played out. For me, yeah, I'm not yeah, going nah, I'm just saying, like for just examples so, in general. Again, it, it only. I feel like if the birthday person was to take the initiative to pay for everything, everything would go smoother. Because one, I guarantee you, it would not be that big of that big of a dinner. Like I don't think. Right. It probably would be like six to ten people at most. Feel me? It will never yeah, be niggas more. Niggas be biting too much off the more than they could chew. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like 10, like, 10 people at a dinner, more than 10 people is when shit gets crazy. I'm not going to front. That's mm. when, like, you got to put mad tables together. You got to clear a room and all that shit. Feel me? I feel like all the problems that all this splitting bill shit would take, all of this will be deaded if the birthday person just 
took the initiative and that's, whatever. That's a take right there. Feel me? I've that's seen it before. Take. I can't. I'm indifferent. I can't say I, I agree. I disagree with it personally. I, I can't say hey. I agree with this because like, I see the point, but I also see like ah, it is your birthday. You know what I'm saying? Because even when I throw, even when I throw my own parties for my birthday, I'm not going front like. I ask niggas to help me out, but for the most part, I'm dead ass like spending yeah, I know, all my I'm, money myself. That's why, that's why I feel you, and I can't say feel I disagree. Right. I've and I always done that. been that guy. It's always been it's always been that case. Alright, so me. boom. Like I understand when it comes like to an event or some shit like that, but when I'm, it like going out for food, that's why I disagree. Like type shit. I mean, again, it's not like. Again, if I'm already throwing my own money for my own events and whatever for my birthday, I just see a dinner as the same thing. For me, it's kind of like an outing in a in a in a way. So it's the least I could do for me to convenience and stuff like that. Just pay for everybody. Like for me, obviously don't fucking run it up yeah. or whatever. For me, everyone should know that in the back of their head. Be uh, considerate for mm-hmm. me, but that's it. Also, you can even do the whole cater thing for me. Like I could have the cater chef and all that. Feel me, and, and you don't even have like the menu of choice. It's not like you really spending it's bread. Like four days. Right, yeah, for me, yeah. it's already taken care of, yeah, so you yeah. could do that too. That's how it be sometimes when I be going out, and like when I mentioned, like I be the only one. I be knowing just yeah. That's how, sometimes how it be. So like it makes it easier. But yeah. I've also been out where it's like I like niggas looking at looking around. I'm just yeah. like yo, how we doing this? And that's I just, the worst. I just I'm stay quiet. Fine. I just be like, I, I don't, I avoid like that shit. I'm not gonna lie. I've probably paid up to at least twenty more dollars than I. Spent on the food that my food was worth, and on a dinner outing basically. Like like for B birthday, I didn't spend anything. I can imagine though, because they had the B and B the chef. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. I, mean, that's, I feel like that's the way it should be. We're grown now. That's my whole thing. We're not little kids. We're huh? dead ass twenty five plus. Like nah, I hear you, bro. No, nah, I feel you. I like I said, I just wanted to get opinions, bro, because yeah. it would seem to be a very heated debate, and people were both on both sides and found another side. Let's normalize that in twenty twenty one. Normalize paying for your own birthday dinner, son. As the or birthday person, birthday outing. Yeah, general. I feel you. Um, before we move into the um, cookie crumb segment, um, just want to get a quick baddie of the week. Got to start off the first episode of season two with a baddie of the week, and you know the drop. <laughs> I'm about to bust. Y'all know the drop. It's never gonna change. <laughs> but um, all this is all respectfully, by the way. Um, we're gonna give baddie of the week this week to uh, Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman was the poet at the inauguration today. This right, is right. being filmed on the day of the inauguration. So she was uh, Amanda S.C. Gorman. She is 23 years of age, and she was Harvard educated. So shout out to Amanda Gorman. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. That poem was very beautiful. I enjoyed it. But. Yeah, that was a terrible clap. <laughs> um, but moving forward, we're going to hop into Cookie Crumbs. And I think it's cool if we start here. Um, what's the youngest you've dated or you would date? This is also race topic. So, ready yeah. to take the reins so, on this? In terms of, you mean dating as in you took them seriously, this is my, my dating shorty. Is, dating is dating, whether it's casually or not. But what I'm is saying, your limit? I'm if, saying, no, 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 I'm saying, because there's girls, like, I, I fucked a 18-year-old black. I've never. That's what I mean. That's that's that really, what I mean. Like dating. You, would you fuck? Uh, fuck date don't matter. Like feel me. So would you involve yourself with? Okay. What yes. age would okay. you? What, I just want to you know. The what age is too young for you? Right. In general, that's what I mean. Like what age? I is mean, too young for you? at this point, at this juncture, eighteen, which is the legal age, that is my limit right there. The older I get. The limit will rise with my age. So 18 is still it for you right now. Right. I would definitely 18 year old for oh. sure. Right. For sure. 
Like said, Some niggas might slander you for that. I'm like, I don't fuck? give a fuck. What are they slandering me for? That's a grown ass woman. And in, in the eyes of the law, bro, she graduated fucking high school. What are we talking about here? I'm not gonna lie, eighteen years yeah. old. Yeah, college well, student. Like, what are we talking about here, bro? Nah, I'm not. I'm not I would, that's my thing. Like, eighteen, you do. You're like you're mature enough to make decisions and yeah. stuff like that. So not, like, not prying on nobody. Now, like, for me, I have been off the eighteen year old for a minute though. For me, I'm, once I'm, I turn, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, no, no, for, for sure, for sure, right. yeah. If you hunting, I might have to look at you, but like, if it comes I your way, uh, yeah, if it comes your way, then like, cool. But uh, you know, especially if it's casual, whatever. But for me, like, one when I even turned twenty, I was like, ah, right, you got to be at least twenty, okay. and then going forward. So now, at my age, you got to be at least twenty one. Twenty one. At least twenty one. I feel like that's my, and obviously maybe even next year, two years, it might just be twenty two, twenty three. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, oh, move up for me, but I'm already past. I'm already at twenty one yeah. for now. So like that's for me. It definitely will move up with me because I'm me too. I'm done with the eighteen. Like for me, mm-hmm. for me, my age is twenty, and even mm-hmm. twenty is a little because uh, I'd rather twenty one now. Because again, like, what are you doing with someone that can't even legally drink? For me, that's the way I think about it. But. Either way, feel me, 20 is it for me. And even if I, I personally like older girls, but 20 probably yeah, yeah. I'm usually so, younger than the so girls So just the, you know, so that, is that the age at which you would, like, be sexually active with a woman? Like, like that would be the age limit? Yeah. yeah. What about dating, like, taking one seriously? Is that That's also just, the age, the same uh, age? At 21, you got to show me some maturity. Like, I can't know yeah. you're 21. Yeah. But, okay. So, like, I would try to stay away from But, like, if you, like, we vibing and like I'm like, oh, you're only 21. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we get to going and it's like, all right, you know, maybe we could make something out of this. It's not too bad. Same. Same. For, for the most part, it's yeah. So, like, 2020. I mean, I don't, for 21, dating, seriously, more than likely will probably be 21. Because, again, you got to at least, where are we going if you can't drink? That's yeah, more I, I was going to say, like, 22 or older for mm-hmm. me. Like, in terms of actually taking someone serious. Yeah. Like, you out of college. Like, I don't really want somebody that's in college type shit. I mean, that's 21, true. you on your way out. That's yeah. like your yeah, last Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah. you got something to say for I was going to say, um, as far as, like, fucking with older women, too, though, like, like there's a heavy double standard, too, you know what I mean? Because I was 19 going, going on 25, 21, going on 29, like, you know what I mean? So there's a heavy double standard there as well. Yeah, definitely there, double standard. There, there because is. women are looked at as cougars, but then you would look at a nigga that's 41 and a fucking 20-year-old as a pervert in some eyes, which... Most eyes these days. Well, yeah. I'm not going to lie, 40 and 21, that's 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 kind of different, though. Like, for but, me. But if it was the, the genders were reversed, it would be a cougar fucking a young nigga. You're right. Like, You're right. It's, it's definitely standard. a double standard. The way yeah. I, I move... Like, I, I was fucking on all the women Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The way I look at it is like that's just the way society is. Like there's yeah. certain things that that are just gonna be like slowly towards women. Like a nigga fucking a bunch of girls, these are player. A girl fucking a bunch of niggas is a hoe to, yeah. to society. That's just that's just what it. Like we gotta roll with it because that's just what's been you know in the in the at books. the end of the day. Yeah. Don't give a fuck what anybody's opinion is. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's really what That's is. my big thing. Like, do what like, you want to do. Live your fucking life as long as you're not hurting nobody and it's legal. Like exactly. Don't don't hurt no no youngins. No hurt no elderlies. Facts. No hurt no innocents. But moving from that, um, damn, I, I missed a great segue. But you live and you learn. <laughs> um, uh, 
Let's go into Soul Ties. This is also another Ray product, I'm assuming. Uh, I might go on a little banter here. For Rack. Me because I am tired of this term, Ray Soul Rack. Ties, my nigga. <laughs> this Soul Ties shit, y'all really running away with this too much, my nigga. Like, I understand. I don't... I don't even want to look up the definition of soul tie. I feel like it's, I feel like it's self-explanatory. But I guess if I had to figure out a definition, the way niggas describe it is soul tie is when you have sex with somebody and you have a connection and y'all supposedly, supposedly a piece of you get lost in each other when y'all have sex. Y'all have a soul tie now. Okay. Because again, in my head, not in my head, in these people's head... They think sex is deeper than what it is. Okay. They think sex is really like... Oh, yeah, a, like leaving a piece, a part of you. Feel me? They person. think it's a deeper connection. They believe in that whole chakra shit, feel me, and all that. Like, like don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with that. Right, but, right. But what <laughs> I have a problem with is you is the is the is right the right. slandering of people that literally just see sex as sex. sex. Pleasure. Casual. Feel me? Because again, at the end of the day, sex is only used for two things, to procreate or for pleasure. That's it. That's it. And it's also an animalistic act, okay? Sometimes, my nigga, feel me, animals have sex. They don't think about that shit as soul ties. They think of it as, nigga, I'm taking down this other animal, feel <laughs> me? That's it. It's a natural thing. Right. So I'm tired of this soul tie shit. Again, the girls is running away, oh, women and whoever else are running away with this shit, feel me? I sometimes, I used to be a deeper connection type of nigga. As I got older, I realized again, it's not that deep. <laughs> Sex is not that deep. It's supposed to be fun. Y'all so tough shit is making this too deep and not fun. I'm trying to have fun out here. They try to fuck. Ray try to fuck. I'm trying to fuck. You know Ray love hoes. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I'm probably so tired with a hoe. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, man, I, I, I hear you, bro. Like that's how I look at sex. Is it the shorties that look like the shorty on your um your sweater that be saying that the soul tie shit? Yeah, respect, respect, respectfully, <laughs> that's, but that's respectfully. you love. Respectfully, that's, that's the type of woman you love. I mean, I love them, but sometimes for me, once they they say, though, once bro. I hear soul tie, my nigga, I'm not gonna lie, tuned out after that. Like, <laughs> for me, I'm just tuned out. You lost me. <laughs> Facts, but um, I kind of agree. I mean, not as vulgar, but yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. I'm I'm cool on the whole like topic of that because at the end of the day, like. You put it best, like you hit pretty much all the nails in the head. Like this is something that people do randomly. Like one night stands occur. Like, yeah, but like, you it, know what I'm saying? it becomes deeper when your relationship with that person is deeper. But when it's just you know casual, it could be casual, but it can grow into something more than that. When people talk about that soul tie shit, I just assume that you're not having enough sex. That's all. Facts. Go out shit. there and fuck more. Nah, they be like they talk. The people they that say it, every they don't have sex enough because they believe in the soul tie uh, shit. I would disagree because I fuck people and forgotten that I fuck with. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, not saying I forgot, but like on some you like remember their name. like it's on some like no, like, I don't like, think oh, about shit. them like that. Like, that. That did happen. No yeah. funny shit. Yeah. There's a couple. I don't. Yeah, I don't think up. about yeah. them like that. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But glad we wrapped that up. Ray rant. Ray rant. Um, but moving forward, um, that should be a segment. <laughs> nah, if we just go whenever you rant, we just gonna say it, bro. Ray Rant. Ray Rant. <laughs> um, let's go with this one. One of the most awkward interactions you've had with a woman, whether it was physical or even online. So the reason why I brought this up is because mm-hmm. I was just randomly thinking about college, and it was this one one story in particular. It was freshman year. There was this uh, Trisha, 
Dirty Diana. Oh she, man, like Dirty Diana. <laughs> she was Diana. she was out here, you know what I'm saying, just oh. throwing box or whatever. Me being a freshman, she threw it at my man's and all that, and mm. she giving me the eye. I'm like, shit. Let me see what what's about. Let me see what the hype is about. Niggas right? are so funny. <laughs> so, know what I'm saying? I, I hear her in the DM. Shit going smooth. You know what I'm saying? She ended up coming to my room in Porter. Shouts out Porter Hall in Buffalo State. You know what I'm saying? We talking. Turn the lights off. Gets to gets to going. Kissing on her neck and all that. Mm-hmm. Start touching on her. Uh, Nani. It's feeling wet and all that, but I'm smelling a little weird odor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shit not. Uh, shit not really. It's throwing me off. It's <laughs> right. It's just smelling like a sewer. It did. It wouldn't smell like sewer. It just it was throwing me off, bro. <laughs> like when you. Take off some panties. You're not supposed to smell it. Uh, smell a strong odor. Yeah. That's what I smell type shit. The lights were off. I didn't know what was going on. So Thought this was, was my first. Case? Huh? Thought it was a pillowcase? I don't know what it was. <laughs> this was my first time ever. Because you know when you're young, it's, ED is not a thing. Right. This smell made me, like, it, it was over. I'm thinking it's my fault. I'm like, it's clip. Mm. Turn the light on. I look at my hand. It was wild blood on my hand, bro. Oh. <laughs> I was smelling copper, nigga. Oh. Zinc. <laughs> Zinc is Mad nickel. And I was like, <laughs> Fact, that nickel. And you know what it was? The shit that got me tight. I didn't turn on the light until she left. Oh, you said she? Damn. She dead left the room. I turned on the light. I looked at my hand. I said, Nah. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I, I would have chased her down. Bro, she was gone. She was nah, gone. I would have chased her down. I would have been like, yo. <laughs> look at this. What is this? Nah, what is this? Nah, for real. What is this? And I didn't have a nosebleed either. <laughs> you, know <what> she, <laughs> you know what she said? Oh, you probably cut me. I'm like, what? What? Are you dead ass? My hands are well manicured. Impossible. <laughs> what? Nah, what? Nah. Impossible. No, she lost me, bro. Like, after that, I'm like, nah. Deleted her, her, her fucking number, blocked on socials, never looked her way ever again. That's different. Ever. Damn. I'm not going to I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's different. Terrible. I'm not going to And wild. I thought it was me. I'm like, damn, I can't get up. I'm <laughs> feeling bad about myself. Turn on the light. It wasn't even my fault, man. Sheesh. My body was telling me, you're not going to get hard for this. It's not happening. We're not putting up. <laughs> nah. I mean, for me, I already said my story. The first one I could think of was when I feel me when Shorty put my cum on, her, on my arm. Did uh-huh. you say ever say you said that on? Yeah, that was like one of the first five episodes. I feel like you I said did, that story. You did, you did. I don't feel like but going just back, to, but just to, just to refresh. But now, he, you don't gotta say the whole story, right. but just the awkward moment. In all right, itself. the awkward moment was this: I had big goggles on for the first for niggas that know that know. I'm not gonna explain that big goggles on. You feel me? Took Shorty. We was in the in the in the suite in the bathroom suite. You feel me? I was getting a mozzie. Regular shit. I had shit. Bear goggles on. It's bad <laughs> jokes. You feel me? I, had the, I, I was trying to get the mozzie. I got the mozzie. You feel me? And then and then when I when I was getting the top, I bust in her mouth. Because she didn't say, I'm the type of nigga, if they don't say nothing, I'm I'm coming where I come. Either respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. Either way, <laughs> feel me? What, what, what made it go left was as soon as I come, she, feel me, she, pack, she stands up and... She tries to kiss me, and I'm like, "Woo!" And I did it in a smooth way. I that mushed it and hugged it at the same time. I was like, "I was like, I whispered in the ear some shit like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah.' Like, I don't know what I was saying. I was just like, "Oh, thank you," or some dumb shit. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I'm trying to. I'm like, this girl lost her mind. So I hug her, say yeah, some shit, and then she walk out. Fucking as soon as she woke out, Eli come in. Nigga was like, "Oh, my son was like." 
fist pump my son got the neck yeah yeah then he's like yo bro what's that on your arm though i, I look bro semen mad, all over all his the semen. arm bro <laughs> right here I had a blue royal blue she coat on spittles, all there. Spit and on. I was like, nah, this can't. I dead touched. I was like, nah. I, I, I had to make sure because I'm like, nah. Said that. I had like one of the moments where I was like, nah, like this can't be it real. It feels consistent with seeing. Yeah, like this can't be real. <laughs> and after that, every single time, I probably, honestly, I kind of like exit shorty's face out of my brain because <laughs> whenever niggas was around and it was like yo sh- that's the shorty that's, I was like yo white. I don't remember <laughs> exactly. I was like yo for me I omitted that from my memory you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> feel me yeah exactly so for me that after that I don't know for me it wasn't really that awkward but in that moment it was awkward for me because no, I was, was like a, that was an awkward American pop moment in real life Oh man, uh, what happened with me? I'm gonna try to make this quick. Um, sheesh. So I was in a party. I was in a flex. There was a um, party in somebody's crib. I wouldn't remember at this point. It was some a lot of people I uh, knew in there. You know what I'm saying? So a shorty I came across. It was a shorty that I've been. Uh, we've been talking. You know what I'm saying? Shit was moving. So you know, we link in the party and we talking. So the DJ started playing. You know, some good songs. Some good songs to whine to. She getting on down to whining and like I already kind of knew like. She was feeling me enough, and like it was, a, it was a good. It was the, the the stars were out, you know what I'm saying? It was it was a night that this could happen, you know what I'm saying? This it was a possibility, and I really, you know what I'm saying? She's on me, you know what I'm saying? And we just chopping up the whole party. Like she didn't leave, you know. She danced, the girls danced. They go to the next spot. She we was just macking for like a good 15 minutes. So in my mind, the adrenaline starts to rush down to my down to my lower end. Now at that point, I am as solid as a rock. I could co- chop cocaine with this motherfucker at this point. Mind you, I had on gray she sweats. Had a wand? Like her shit yeah, was yeah. That good? Nah, it was good wine. She also had a good good <laughs> body. And body. I also had bad anticipation, feel me? What so I'm Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I'm about to try I'm about to take this to Pound Town tonight. Like I'm mad. It's like in my head, she's like, yo, I'm about to take this to Pound Town. But like she momentarily like cause like the whole time it was hidden because like she's just like on me. Right. But like she left at a point because her friend was there and like he went to go talk to her friend, whatever the case may be. So I'm stuck. She was exposed. Yeah. So while I'm trying to hide my dick in the in the and like trying to the, do the flip. Yeah, the flip. The pocket flip. One of the shorties that she ended up being on my dance team. She was on my dance team. Like she saw me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh man. I was like, oh. Nigga got caught. I was like, yo, I just tried to turn around real quick and then like, me and her never spoke about it. We never, spoke, we just, <laughs> never we just, we just never, never spoke about it. But that had to be the moment for me that was probably the most awkward interaction. That, and it wasn't even with the shorty, it was with another shorty. That's, <laughs> that's mad funny. That's jokes. But, <clears throat> uh, interest of time, we got to move on. So last topic of the night, I'm going to leave on a semi-serious note. What are men supposed to bring to the table? Because this is another thing I saw in like an Instagram story post question or whatever. They were like, oh, men think you're just supposed to bring this, this, and this. That's not enough. So like, I just want to know what, as men, what do we think we're supposed to bring to the table? There's obviously no right answer, no wrong answer, but what do we all think individually? You want to go first? We, uh, I mean, I, I, I say this all the time because I haven't really seriously dated in a long time. Because for my reasoning is because I feel like. I'm not financially fit personally for me to take a shorty that serious because mm-hmm. I feel like as a man, feel me, if the way I see it is if I take a shorty out, I'm not supposed to be worried about the bill. Mm-hmm. If I'm worried about the bill, I should not be dating. There's something mm-hmm. going on. As simple as that. And I'm not saying that's the only thing we should bring to the table, 
But definitely you're supposed to be financially somewhat fit personally for you, whatever that is, before you should seriously date. Mm-hmm. That's that's your that's like your that's name. like number one for me. That's, that's like that's the, the main thing you think a, a man should bring to the table. Oh, I mean financially, you know, besides finances, you know, besides that, I feel like you should also bring a certain uh, I don't really know how to describe it, son. It's like a mentality, but that's so broad. Like you're supposed to be. I don't know, son. Y'all gotta move move <clears throat> on for me because that's tough. I, I would definitely say, uh, not only financial. But mental and emotional stability, like you have to not. The world is already stressful, especially for us as minorities, especially for a woman, because more than likely we're all gonna be seriously involved with the minority women in the future. Like, it can't be harder for her at home. Like, mm-hmm. you can't make life harder for her. Um, like those, I feel like those are the three main things: like emotional, mental, and financial stability. And just being there for that person, like in every aspect of the word, being there for somebody. Like, for me, I don't even know, bro. Like, I, I feel like obviously, like you know, you don't want to. I feel like nobody should come to the table, man or woman, with you know financial struggles necessarily. I mean, obviously, case by case, sometimes you grow together. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like if two people, especially like if y'all are on way different playing fields then, like, I don't think y'all should be coming together, you know, like that. That's, not, that's a recipe for disaster. But as far as, you know, stability, mentally, physically, emotionally, <clears throat> definitely, I feel like there's something to be said about, you know, them feeling safe, you know, protected. I think that's another thing I would add to that list. Mm-hmm. So definitely that, you know, just I don't even know if it has to be something necessary, like just you brute strength, but just, like, they have to feel like, you know what I'm saying, they're in a good situation with you, you know, safe from, dangers you know physically what the hell oh safe from dangers physically safe from like you know shouldn't feel like they should be cheated on i guess that goes back to emotional stability yeah. stuff like that so like you know just a protector i think a man should bring that to the table for um, sure i will, i guess this might fall under mental or even emotional but i feel like also you should also come to a table with open mindedness mm-hmm. because i feel like in relationship again i haven't really been in a but i just feel like when I get there, that's why, me personally, when I get in a relationship, I feel like I kind of know what to expect because I've waited this long. Mm. But either way, I feel like knowing what I know in a relationship, you should expect to grow. Mm. From you're both are going to grow. And with open mindedness, you have to keep that in mind. For me, some people, they don't have open mindedness that I notice that it starts to become a hindrance. For sure. And I feel like that shouldn't be the case. Mm. So open mindedness is definitely something I'm big on as far as what you should bring to the table. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. You got anything, Fredo? Yeah, I think you should bring discipline. Mm. Decision maker. That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah, leader traits. Leader traits is definitely important. That's a great, great, great pickup. But um, on that note, is is it leader traits though? Because you know sometimes they say, at least in marriage, I've heard that it's easier when you let the woman take the lead. Uh, I think. Show her how to lead. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like that's. I feel like you got to. You got to run conference off. Okay, okay. I see that. That makes sense. Mm, yeah. Powerful point, Fredo. God damn. Thanks. 
That's why he the lover boy. Certified. Nigga said season two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that being said, I think we can wrap up this this episode. That's a strong way to start the season. Yeah, I, I liked where we were at. Um, hopefully, we got some lunch line chat or some current events to talk about next week. But oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I d- always enjoy the randomness of our discussions. This is what we're, this show is built on, pretty Thanks. much. So, uh, with that being said, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Oh, that shit. Uh, just keep a lookout on the IG anywhere else you follow us at things are coming each week so just keep up with us y'all and thank you we out of here